Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The most desperate 0-2 team in the NFL this weekend, Perloff, is absolutely the Denver Broncos. I don't think there's even a close second. Welcome to the show, by the way. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Got a lot of college football to get to, so we will do that. But you can give me the Vikings, the Chargers. Come on. Denver has to be the most desperate 0-2 team New head coach, you traded picks to get him, including a first rounder. You have Russell Wilson, who this is, is this going to work out in Denver? We still have no idea. And now they have to go on the road and play the Miami Dolphins. Like so much to me is riding on this for Denver. I think nothing is riding on this game. (laughs) Actually, no. I mean, they're going to, they're big underdogs here. Then they have, but they got the Bears next week and the Jets the week after that. So I think, Everyone expects them to lose this game. They'll they'll bounce right back. I feel like this is not a devastating loss because Miami's so good. Mm. Like you're going to Miami, who has arguably been the best team in the AFC right now. You can't put that kind of pressure on the road. I know, but don't you feel like it's kind of mounting? Like, is this going to work? The relationship of the coach and the quarterback has been so scrutinized here. And if you, like, lay an egg against Miami, mm. sure, Miami's good, but you're supposed to be good. Like, that's the thing that we forget about Denver. They were so bad last year that I feel like everyone's kind of turned away. Like, no, 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 you're, you have a top-paid quarterback in the league. You have one of the top-paid coaches and someone who was brought in to win titles, not, like, get close or be competitive against Miami. Yeah, but you're a touchdown underdog. So I think we've effectively lowered the expectations for the Broncos. Because, listen... You're supposed to be good, but you lose to the Raiders and you lose to the Commanders at home. Yeah. Everyone knows you're not that good. I just think that if you look at their schedule, they have a lot of wins they can steal. This does not seem like one of them. This is a tough spot, right? Okay, I, so who is the most desperate 0-2 team? So the most desperate 0-2 team, well, they're all desperate, but I, I think you could argue that the Vikings are in a in a hard spot right here. Uh, they play the Chargers, so by the way, we're going to do bets later. The over-under on that game is 54 and a half. Yeah, That's not gig- a lot of defense. That's a gigantic over-under. So I think this is a must-win against a team that is also in a must-win spot. But the Vikings, is like, if they go to 0-3, I will admit, I've been the no-reason-to-trade Kirk Cousins train. But I I, I think 0-3, there's going to be a lot of whispers like, wait, what are we doing here? We might as well tank, try and get one of those quarterbacks. We have a dome stadium. Caleb Williams will come here. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen, even if they do go 0-3. But I do think the noise will get really loud there. Well, and to be honest, for the Chargers, if they lose, how Mm. shocked would you be if there was a, you know, Brandon Staley fired on Monday? Like, no one would be. No, it's a little early. Week 3 is a little early. But But it's like week 3 in the last two years. 
Yeah, if they don't get started soon, I mean, if they don't get a win soon, it's definitely going to be bad. They have the Raiders and the Cowboys. It's going to be really hard. The Cowboys doesn't feel like a win for them. I mean, after Brandon Staley, after you blow that 27-point lead in the playoff game, it was 24-point lead. Just don't ask him about that. He gets mad. Yeah, of course he's going to get, you know, a little uh, prickly about that. I would too, but you're behind the eight ball after that. That leaves such a bad taste in everyone's mouth. And then you start 0-2. Like, you really had to look good at the beginning of the season to make people forget about that. Yeah, and the fact that you're a defensive coach, which is already against you in the NFL, and your defense stinks, and you have all this money spent on your defense, I don't know. I don't know much about how the Chargers think about coaches. They might be, they're notoriously cheap, right? They might not want to make a change just because what's the point. But this is definitely like, I think. Well, what's everyone, the point is you're wasting some prime years from Justin Herbert. Yeah, but I don't think making a change is going to help that at all, is it? Well, you'd hope, right? Isn't that the whole point? Like, like the Tony Sperano bump? I don't know. What What are you going to get out of this team? Their defense is, I think they're one of the one bottom of the five in the league. Yep. Uh, who knows? This is going to be, a, this is going to come down to the final possession. There's no doubt about that. It's going to be Justin Without Herbert against Kirk Cousins. They're both going to throw for 400 yards. It's going to be a fun game. Uh, but I think for I think there's probably more at stake here for the Vikings because they're looking at really like they're in limbo. Cousins is gone after this year. At least the Chargers know they're building around Justin Herbert. What are the Vi- what do we know about what the Vikings look like next year? Well, it's a huge question mark. Who's yeah. going to be throwing passes to Justin Jefferson now? Jordan Addison also on the team, but that's the whole thing about the Broncos too. Like yeah. I think you start to hear a lot more, and I know you think that Russell Wilson is playing well, and there are some numbers that make it look a little bit closer to the Seattle days in the first two games this season. But aren't you going to start to hear some questions like? Why are we paying all this money to a quarterback? What are we doing here with our coach? The bar was supposed to be set so much higher. I know you said that we've lowered the bar because of how they've looked yeah. the first two weeks, but that's not, I'm assuming internally the bar hasn't been lowered. I would hope not. Well, I, I don't think that they put that much pressure on Sean Payton to win immediately. They were a terrible team last year and they've already had severe injuries again this year. I think they look at Sean Payton as a, as a 10 year uh, project. I think that, it's not all about Russell Wilson. Here's the thing. Uh, Vance Joseph took over as a defensive coordinator. They're just terrible. Yeah. I mean, they're just just awful. That's got to be coaching. You know, they wish they could get Vic Fangio back in the building. So I think they're not going to look at Sean Payton for that. Sean Payton's an offensive guru. Russell Wilson's a quarterback. He hasn't been great, especially in the second half. But no, I, I don't see this as a referendum. I think there's bigger problems in Denver. Also, come on, Miami's. What happened to Miami being the team, the juggernaut? This is the Vic Vangio of a revenge game. Yeah, he's the I defensive forgot. coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. Who, by the way, have been kind of vulnerable uh, defensively too. I think this could be a really this could be a shootout. But I I did look at all the weather reports. That's the one that might get hit the worst. Really, because in of the Miami, rain. yeah. So it's going to be raining, which can't help Russell Wilson and can't help Tua. Uh, I, I was actually thinking maybe that's a good over because both defenses have been looking really bad. But if it rains and they lose, I feel like no one's going to get mad. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. If you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, where I have to admit the Weedos and the Purple Drankers, this was not one we usually get. But Michael Fries in the chat says, okay, I want everyone's opinion before I put money on this game. Who do you guys got tomorrow, Ohio State or Notre Dame? I don't know if I would ask people nicknamed the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers who I should be putting my money on. I love you guys, but you are always not always in the right state of mind. That's how you got the nicknames you have. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I'm just curious. This is not who I'm consulting before I put money on a bet. Is there any kind of consensus in there? I feel like I'm I'm hearing a lot of people picking Notre Dame, and I'm on that bandwagon. I, I mean, come on. Notre Dame has got to beat Ohio State at some point. I, I love this game. I really think this is going to be a statement game. And I'm curious, if Notre Dame does win, will they start to become the number one story in, in college football? It, we've seen it before. That Mante Teo year, it was all Notre Dame all the time. It's going to take so much more than that to knock Coach Prime off the top spot here. Well, okay, but what if they get blown out twice by Oregon and USA? Uh, first of all, I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I agree with you. If you want to play this out, the what-if game. Um, listen, here's the thing about the Notre Dame fan base. Like, they are huge. They're everywhere, right? It's it, ge- Geography means nothing for Notre Dame fans. However, I think we've seen them at their peak, right? This Colorado thing has, like, people coming out of the woodwork. We've seen what Notre Dame's bandwagon can look like when it's the most full. We had, The sky's the limit for the Colorado bandwagon. Yeah, but it, the, the Colorado bandwagon's bringing in a lot of casuals who I don't think are so connected to the story. I feel like they're, they're bringing celebrities and people who want to comment on Colorado yeah. who will easily go away. Where Notre Dame fans, they stick. We know from years. Yep. Also, too, Sam Hartman's a great story. Audrick Estime is just a beast. He's going to be ridiculous. I think Notre Dame could really capture the imagination. Listen, the fact that we're not talking about Georgia football at all is, seems weird to me. Like, at some point, isn't, like, the eventual national champion going to become a story in college football? Doesn't anyone want to see who's going to win the title? No. Uh, <laughs> or maybe no. wait wait till November for that? Is yeah, that... I mean, they, can they play somebody, like, who might give them an, even a scare. It's so funny. I mean, they're the two-time national champions, and everyone wants to know, you know, is Nick Saban losing it in Alabama? Nobody's talking about Georgia right now. No, they're just not the story. Uh, Manny, can we hear from Marcus Freeman, please? The head coach of Notre Dame was asked if the moment will be too big for Sam Hartman. I think in his mind, he has played in games like this. Um, he's played in some big games at Wake Forest, and this moment won't be too big for Sam. You know, he, he year six for him. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of confidence that he'll be um, well-prepared and the moment won't be too big for him at all. That's so funny. Year six. Yeah, yeah. I hope. It's game five for Kyle McCord. I give <laughs> a huge advantage experience-wise. Why, If the moment's too big for Sam, what do you think of these Ohio State guys? Like, they got to be feeling the pressure, too. Kyle McCord has been nothing but a disappointment so far. No, the the, the quarterback situation, although the defense has been better than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I mean, Notre Dame hasn't faced a really good defense yet. Let's see. I mean, Ohio State hasn't faced a major offense yet either. The same Notre Dame's, but you know they're top. They're both top five nationally in defense. But you look at their opponents. What does that mean? Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess at least Ohio State has played a Big Ten game. Indiana, <laughs> oh, get out of here! I'm just saying it wasn't basketball. It was football. That doesn't count. <laughs> Uh, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Um, all right, so you've got that game. We do have our Maggie and Prof got multiple show bets going on because that's what we love to do around here. Show bets, this one between Perloff and myself, we have five college football games that we have picked against each other. Whoever gets the most right against the spread, uh, the loser has to buy Peking Duck for everybody on the show. In honor of the advice duck. Slash the ducks. Okay. So, want to review the picks? I know I have Florida State. I got to pull up the lines. I have Florida State over Clemson. What what do we got that at? Uh, Oh, my gosh. It's only a point and a half now? Oh, boy. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Uh, I have Utah 
You gave me Utah generously, three and a half point favorite over UCLA. I got the Buffaloes plus 21 and a half versus Oregon. Okay, can I remember the rest here? I feel like I jumped on Notre Dame plus three and a half. What was the fifth game? Alabama. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely got Ole Miss plus seven. There you go. So, do you feel good about your teams here? Well, how do you feel? Um, yeah, I feel really good. I feel really good. Uh, I think that Clemson has actually kind of quietly been playing a bit better the last couple weeks. That Duke game was as bad as it could get for them. I think it's been a little bit better. I do feel good about Alabama. Nick Saban, this is this this is it, kind of. I mean, two losses before October. This would be panic time for Alabama. So I do like them to bounce back here. Well, not bounce back from USF. They won. But now Jalen Milrow has the job. I don't think there's no more competition. Perhaps that leads to some better things. Um, well, who else do I feel good about? I guess my ducks. Listen, I'm yeah. rolling with my ducks. It's a I love the Colorado story, but I'm going to ride with my ducks. It's a big point spread, but I believe in Oregon. Yeah, I'm not sure, by the way, that Saban is married to Jalen Milrow. I hope he is. I love Jalen Milrow. But I feel like Saban is really sort of quick to quick to make a change again. I don't think they have an option. Ty Simpson was okay. I mean, I mean I'd mean, love it for my too. SEC quarterback draft, my fantasy team, but I don't think so. And Buckner, you can't. Buckner looked the worst of the three. We yeah. can agree with that. I thought Ty Simpson was absolutely fine. Um, I don't know what's going to happen here. Alabama, by the way, this is... The thing about Alabama is every week they have a target on them. Every every opponent is like, oh my gosh, I'm going to give my A game to Alabama. So even if they survive this, there's four more potential losses coming up. I I don't know what's happening with them. I think it's okay. I think it's okay to have a down year. I was into them this year. Okay I think to have gonna, a down year? Yeah, what are I mean, you smoking? I mean, listen, Saban's going to say, I don't have a quarterback. He's just he's and already said it. Is that? He's the head coach and head recruiter. They've had nothing but, but you know, you can't have an A-plus offense 15 years in a row, it's, it's natural to have a small downturn. Tell no? that to Pee Wee in Tuscaloosa. He is not going to take that <laughs> lightly. 855-212-4CBS. Perloff and I will make our picks, Maggie and Perloff style. Next, do not move. So much more to do, including this Ask the Pros question, which I do have here. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Santiago, who's in Pittsburgh. Did you hear a certain celebrity ripping offensive coordinator Matt Canada? You can submit a question by tweeting at CBS Sports Radio or at Maggie and Pearl using the hashtag AskThePros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. This just came to our attention. This is Dean Norris. You may remember him, Perloff, as Hank from Breaking Bad. Okay. So, everyone, let's get Hank from Breaking Bad visual in our minds. He did a cameo where the person asked them to rip Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator Matt Canada. Tell you what, Mitch has something to say. He needs you to get the f*** out of Pittsburgh, okay? Mitch says the Pittsburgh Steelers need to fire Matt Canada. Mitch also says that uh, you ride Mike Tomlin's he called terrible plays on the offense. So, <laughs> How much did someone pay for that? And that had to be one of the more obscure requests that this guy's ever had. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't be the first guy I would think of to do that <laughs> one, but it sounded good. 855-212-4CBS. Sam, do you love this? No, I think it's hilarious, but I'm also like wondering kind of like, it's so random. The person, I guess Mitch, who decided to get this cameo. Trubisky. <laughs> That's actually very funny. I wonder maybe it could be Mitch Trubisky. Of all the people to select for this, the thousands of people who are on Cameo, yeah. how do you land on Dean Norris? <laughs> how do you land on Hank from Breaking Bad? I was like, is he from Pittsburgh? I, <laughs> I don't even know if there's any connection whatsoever, which would be even funnier. I don't think so. He's from South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> well, he went to Harvard. Really? Wow. Speaking of, do you guys see, well, speaking of... uh not Harvard so much, got me to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who was on the Amazon broadcast last night. Oh, I know where you're going. Post game, which by the way, can you give us a little heads up that this is going to happen after the game and maybe no, no, I no, would have no, stayed no, no. up and watched it? It was better this way, but yeah, go ahead. No clue that in the post-post game show, Andrew Luck was going to appear as Captain Andrew Luck, the famous Twitter handle that imagines Andrew Luck as a Civil War general. And he showed up in the Civil War, like, get-up. Did you ever imagine in your wildest dreams that Andrew Luck was actually funny? No. Yeah, he came up to the podium and said that the war was over. <laughs> the war is over. And then they played some kind of trivia game. Again, like, it was great. Te- tease this at halftime, you know? No, I think it was kind of good as a... Uh, as. A, a total surprise. surprise. Here, by the way, did you see Captain Andrew Luck, the Twitter handle, tweeted, Dearest Mother, I hope my appearance on the magical moving picture box filled you with joy. As you can see, my resolve has never been more robust. Uh, squirrel oil and your peppered chipmunk feet have kept me sturdy. Life is splendid. <laughs> Give the cows my best. I love you, Andrew. That is Captain Andrew Luck Twitter feed. <laughs> Give the cows my best. <laughs> Yeah, when when Luck had that really scraggly beard, that's when they started the Twitter handle that he looked like a Civil War general. I saw a video of him coaching high school football the other day. He looks like the happiest former player of all time. Yep. Like when He's just Aaron, rich and happy yeah. and like going to sociology classes at yeah. Stanford on a bicycle. When Aaron Rodgers went down, somebody brought up Andrew Luck, and I was like, nah. There's no way in a million years. Don't even bring it up anymore, guys. Like, he's not doing it. He's, like, busy, like, planting a garden in his backyard. 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> 855-212-4227. We make our NFL Week 3 picks next. Don't move. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Oh, man. This is a tough week to predict NFL. I feel like there's so much attention going to college football weekend. A lot of these games have not been properly focused on. I've been studying the numbers. <laughs> I've been, uh, you know, working on my supercomputer. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, I feel like I got a handle on it, Meg. Before we get to the NFL picks, Michael in Ohio wants to talk about the Ohio State Notre Dame game. Hey, Michael, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Uh, I just want to defend. Uh, I got some some flack for asking the weedos and the purple drinkers for uh, my betting. <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame Michael, or State. Terrible idea. I mean, they're called weedos and purple drinkers because they're usually not in the right frame of mind. I do not think I would consult them before you put your hard earned money on a bet. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Maggie, they saved me from taking my Raiders and the points against your bills last weekend. Oh, did they? Okay. Well, yes, maybe the weedos, so I, a I moment of clarity. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. And also, I want to talk about Perloff. Yeah. Perloff, when you guys were doing your list and your number, your uh, everything, and wide receiver you and that, you were all over Ohio State, Ohio State wide receiver you, yeah. NFL receivers, Carnell Tate coming in. You did your research. Yes, I, I did. That. You were all Ohio State. Then you turned around. Now you're a Penn State fan. And now you're like Notre Dame and this 39-year-old quarterback. You're like, <laughs> all on him. They're going to destroy Ohio State. Yeah, That's because side, you know bro. why? Because I watch Indiana. I watch Youngstown State was basically a, a like a old school run the ball battle, and then even Western Kentucky. I know they they scored a lot of points, but something was off in the first half there. What's going on there? Well, I think you'll see. Uh, you'll see tomorrow night. I'll call back on Monday. You'll see. We'll, we'll see what I'm talking about tomorrow night All in right. South Bend. Michael, so what did the Widows tell you to do? Did where? What, how'd they tell you to bet the game? They told me to bet the over. Uh, <laughs> they, wouldn't, they wouldn't pick a team. That's so them. Uh, Michael, yes. thank you so much. Appreciate that. Calling out Perloff. This is the this is the Perloff bandwagon experience. It's but Ohio State been, one day. It's Penn State the next. It's Notre Dame the next. But everybody on that Ohio, the entire Ohio State bandwagon has completely just unloaded. Like, have you ta- heard anyone talking about the Buckeyes this year? Uh, no. Uh, not really. And yeah, I was the one who said they would challenge Georgia. <laughs> no, I know. It's just they really just have not looked like all of a sudden that offensive juggernaut slowed down. I mean, the same thing happened last year. They looked bad against Notre Dame early. Then they figured it out. But I, I think there's not a lot of people have faith that Kyle McCord's going to do it. They still are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in a night yeah. game in South Bend. I know, but, you know, I think we, we nailed it earlier. Sam Hartman, six years experience. <laughs> Kyle McCord, five starts. I feel like there's a lot of reasons to go Notre Dame here. Uh, I'm going Ohio State. Let's get to our NFL picks. Maggie and Perloff's NFL picks. All right. Now, I, I think it's fair to, at this point, really put the caveat on this. Samter, read the records. Do I have to? Uh, and we're going to hold our noses. All right, uh, Andrew Perloff is coming in at two and four, and sadly he's in the lead as Maggie is one and five oh. on the year. Her lone win, Seahawks Lions over forty-seven and a half, and again that went into overtime. <laughs> <laughs> no, that had, that had hit before overtime. Man, I think that hit at halftime. I believe Manny had the best analysis of this when he said, "Barf." Yeah, thank you. 
fade, fade, fade. Yeah, I would. Hey, fade nowhere us. to go but up from here. Honestly, fade away. I stink picking picking everything this year. So this is how we do it on the Maggie and Perloff show. One game against the spread, one over under, one player prop. Perloff, you're in the lead. Why don't you go first? Uh, there's two games I love, which means who knows what. I'm going to take Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots at New York. Two and a half point favorites. Uh, I'll just stick with, you know, figuring out a young quarterback in Zach Wilson. It's too, I'm not going to overthink it. Uh, your theory that the Jets are due, I'm not going to go with that. Patriots I'm, have won 14 in a row. Yeah, I mean, listen, and here's the desperation. They're 0-2. The Jets are 1-1. There's more desperation in New England. I feel like their defense is still very good. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, so, Pat's minus two and a half. Okay, you're not going to like this one. I'm just going to preface it. Don't take this personally. Do you promise not to take it personally? I no, Oh, I know where you're going. I promise. Okay. I'm taking the Seahawks. And I'm laying the five and a half against now Andy Dalton and the Carolina Panthers. We know that Perloff and Dalton, like peanut butter and jelly, you two. Yeah. Uh, but I got to pick against the Panthers. I've not liked what I've seen. Bryce Young was definitely a part of it. But even with Andy, I just think the Seahawks are a much better team. It's not nothing against Andy here. Yeah. But I like the Seahawks, The what they showed on the road against Detroit last week. So give me Seattle. At home, minus five and a half over Carolina. Go ahead. I'm curious. Do you view that game differently? With Is it better or worse to have Andy in there or Bryce Young? Andy made me think twice. Yeah, I mean, Andy gives... I've, I've heard people say Andy gains a point over Bryce Young, which says something about, wait, what, what are we doing here? He's the number one overall pick. Yeah. I think it's a sort of a developmental year for Bryce Young. Definitely. But okay. he's not getting any taller. <laughs> Guys, or maybe heavier. So last week I picked an under, and it just made my whole Sunday miserable. So I'm not going to do that again, right? No, I am, Maggie. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Chargers-Vikings. The over-under is 54. This is uh, me reading too many stupid gambling articles, and I have to tell you, all the trends are when the spread is that high, which is rare, it rarely hits. So every time you think it's going to be like, you look at the two defenses, I have a feeling for some reason that the Chargers and Vikings are going to screw it up and end up under 54. Yep. Uh, I think that's a good pick. I'm actually going to break one of the Ten Commandments on this show. Oh, no. I know what it is. You're not, you're not betting on an Atlanta team, are you? I, not the Braves? I am, in such, I am in such a slump right now that all the commandments have to go out the window. And I am betting the Falcons-Lions over 46. Lions were good to me last week with the over-under. I like both of these offenses, and I don't like both of the defenses. So, <laughs> ipso facto, like, again, I'm, I'm not going to overthink it. Lions at home, uh, give me over 46, and this is how bad the slump is. I've got to break one of the Ten Commandments of Thou Shalt Not Bet on the Falcons to try well, to get my mojo back. But you're not betting on the Falcons. Well, I'm betting on them to do good things. Or bad, incredibly bad things. I need them to do good things to score. I mean, Whatever. I'm rooting did you for an over. nothing, and that would be fine. Yeah. Did you watch the Steelers-Browns where they were handing each other defensive touches to the right? Uh, okay, I do like that one. I, 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 I want you to jump on that. You picked them to win the division, so that you are in Atlanta. Yeah, but I, I do think that uh, Atlanta's a very interesting team. We don't know what to make of them yet. I just wonder if they're going to try and slow down the game. Okay, props. You gave me a good one that I considered. Justin Fields at 58 and a half rushing. Now, that is obviously the storyline of yeah. the week. Will Playing Justin loose. Fields run the ball? Will he play loose? But 58 and a half is so many rushing yards for a quarterback. And listen, the Chiefs read the headlines. They know that Chicago wants him to quote-unquote play loose. I think they're going to watch out for the run. I'm going to jump on one of your picks. 
that right? Yes. I am feeling the Seattle pass offense. I am feeling my guy, DK Metcalf, over four and a half receptions. Uh, It is at minus 130. I think that Seattle is going to move the ball in the air effectively here. Uh, I, I do think the pass rush is pretty good for Carolina, but I feel like DK is a big star here. I actually think this game is going to be close. I would have I would have bet for the Seahawks to win, but the Panthers to push them. I think they're going to show more offense than you ever thought. So they're going to pass the ball. DK over four and a half. Okay, I like that one. And finally, for me, this is supposed to be some really heinous weather that's happening on the East Coast. We're getting a bit of a storm, uh, tropical storm. It's coming all up up and down the East Coast. Yes. So what does that mean? Crappy weather. What does that mean? Passing game goes bye-bye. What does that mean? That means maybe the best rushing quarterback of our lifetime could have a big game on the ground. Give me Lamar Jackson over 45 and a half rushing yards. It's mm. a big number. It's a big number. But you already have Odell hasn't practiced two days in a row. Uh, your left tackle is probably going to be out. You could be running for your life a little bit. Yeah, your running back is obviously out for the season. Of course. I I just think this is going to be sloppy, and I don't expect either team to be able to get the passing game going big time. So I will take the most prolific rushing quarterback, again, maybe of all time when it's all said and done, in a big rushing game here against the Houston Texans. What about the Todd Munkin not off? Sorry. Uh, you mean against the uh, Colts? The Colts, pardon Yeah. What about the Todd Munkin offense and the Ravens redefining their game to be more of a passing game in Lamar Jackson? No. As as Perloff says, as our resident sad dad on the show, always talking about weather. It's yeah. a weather game. You know, it's totally different. But because I am the sad dad, I have to I have to warn you. What's that? Have you looked at the forecast? Yeah, rain, right? No, they're saying it might miss a game altogether now. <sighs> well, I'm still taking <laughs> no, the 45 no, no. and a half. I've way. said it. This is, this is, that's Damn fine. Damn you, weatherapp.com. I, think you, I don't think you want too much rain. You don't want it to be like last year's Niners-Bears game where it's a total slop fest. I think a dry field, Lamar's going to go crazy. Too. <laughs> well, so what's the difference? Yeah, I'll take it either way, 45 and a half. Is that true? I saw the weather that it's supposed to hit Baltimore, D.C., everything. I saw that it might pass it over now. So either way. <sighs> you cannot trust weather people. Either way, I don't think you want too much rain. Have you ever tried to run around in the rain? Like, you're fast. I mean, you lose like, <laughs> yeah. you lose a, you oh, lose a, a I, bit it's my, it's, my, it's my short area quickness that really gets compromised. <laughs> well, you rain. run the 40 every year at the Combine, yeah. and it's blazing. I know. Actually, I think you're blazing after the show, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, don't tell my secrets. Yeah, yeah, but you're under six. That's all we ask for. Here. That is true. 855-212-4CBS. All right, recap, Perloff. Okay, uh, I have DK Metcalf over four and a half catches. I have the Pats minus 2.5, and I have the under on the Vikings charger, which sounds insane, but 50 points is a lot. So those are my three. I've got Seattle minus five and a half over Carolina. I've got the Falcons-Lions over 46, and I've got Lamar over 45 and a half rushing yards. Though Those are the week three picks, yeah. Maggie and Perloff style. Big bounce back week for Maggie and Perloff. I feel like this week... Can it get any worse? Yeah. I mean, look, I don't want the, the answer to that. We've, we've lowered the bar. We're not the Denver Broncos. Nobody's expecting us to go champagne, but I think this is a huge comeback week for us. Jeffrey Howell in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio says, weather people and weedos, we all are just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. We like that. Uh, all right, coming up next, this was the one story that made me stop in my tracks this week. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Want to give a quick shout-out here because I love this story. The Louisville football team five members of the football team were walking by their stadium yesterday afternoon when there was a car accident that happened at a major intersection Perloff the car uh, one of the cars just went right over on its side okay and according to Louisville Metro Police five Louisville football players got together and pushed the car back up from its side onto its four wheels again so that the driver could get out of the car, sustaining only minor injuries. How about that? Yeah, I mean, actually, if you think about how heavy a car is and five linemen, that's probably not even that hard. Well, thankfully, it was the linemen. If it was like the kicker, the punter, special teams, the wide receiver group, you'd be in trouble. (laughs) You might be in trouble. But luckily, they haven't haven't named who the student-athletes are, but these five football players, like, came to the rescue. So when you're pushing that car over, though, if you do it too suddenly, then the car kind of crashes really hard. I don't know how this works. Like, could... The four of us here, could we push a car over? I don't think so, right? Absolutely not. But you know the, that saying when, when your kid's in trouble or something, like adrenaline flows through, oh, you get yeah. extra strong? Yeah. I well, still thankfully, this wasn't like a dire situation. The person only had some minor injuries. But imagine how freaked out you are if you're like all of a sudden on the side. Oh, you know, God. I can't imagine. It'd be yeah. awful. And so, yeah, they but all together, like, yeah, they can probably bench press. Five Louisville linemen can probably bench press... 300 pounds each? No, way more than that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I mean, they weigh 300 pounds. They could probably bench press close to 450 each. Okay. So do Times that. five, you do it. I don't know. How much does a car weigh? <laughs> ton? I don't know. <laughs> how much is a ton? I couldn't do the math yesterday on how many hours there are in a day. <laughs> 21, apparently. I know. I'm such a moron. Uh, all right, let's Louisville, get... by the way, 14-point favorite over BC this weekend. I think they're inspired by this. Maybe. Uh, let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. You got a big football weekend coming up. Make Casamigos a part of your game day. Our shot of the day comes from our celebrity NFL game picker this week was Patrick Renna. You will remember him from the movie Sandlot. He was the great Hambino. You're killing me, Smalls. He enlightened us on what it's like to be on the Sandlot text thread. You still have a text thread with some of the other actors from the Sandlot? Yeah, all of them. Yeah, it's great. We light it up once in a while. There's a couple Android users on there, so <laughs> it's a green level text thread. It's pretty obnoxious. Oh, no. Text thread. Patrick, I kick know, them out. Uh, I've thought about it, but I can't. <laughs> what's the last thing that lit up the thread? I probably can't even say what's on there. It's oh, no. horrible. No, Tom Guyry, who played Smalls, sends a lot of memes. He's also a big classic rock guy, so he'll just, like, write his own lyrics. He kind of takes over the whole thread. It's really a monologue thread for him. That sounds less fun than I thought a Sandlot text <laughs> thread would be. Yeah, it's not great. It's not just them, like, shooting lines of yeah. the movie back to each other 30 that, years later. That reminds me of Jim Ursay sending out, like, classic rock quotes. Yeah. It just doesn't work. No. If, if I put, like, a... Led Zeppelin lyric in our group text, would that 
Did anybody appreciate that? No, but uh, we all know who the green bubble is. Oh. Not pointing any fingers, Mike Sander. Oh, I'll point the thumbs right at myself. I know. The fact that you're never so going proud of phone. it. Is, I have to WhatsApp you things. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, okay, so the big game of the weekend, and there are many, but all eyes going to be on my Oregon Ducks, Perloff, Eugene, 3.30 Eastern time, 12.30 Pacific, early for a big game like this. Um how yeah, are you the, feeling? I I feel really sort of confused and conflicted in the sense that I have no idea what Colorado is going to do. Yeah. I feel like I came into the TCU game, and I'll be totally honest, I thought they were going to lose pretty badly. I figured TCU was going to finally show the reality of this Colorado team. I was one of those people. And then I... A I, non-believer. I was a non-believer. Then I became obviously more of a believer after they kicked Nebraska's butt. Still a believer. Colorado State was just extra fired up. But I'm way more a believer than I was. I'm shocked this is 21 points. Do you believe in that? Yeah, which makes me wonder, like, okay, somebody knows something here, and Oregon might have a bigger advantage than we realize. You know, I don't think Vegas has a handle on this. If, yeah, you think they're guessing? I think they're guessing. I think that, you know, I'm taking Oregon and the points, but that's because I've pledged my allegiance to Oregon and, the, and to be a fan of the Ducks this year. But if I was not a fan of the Ducks, I would definitely take Colorado in the points. I, I don't see a way, like... I actually do think they're going to be able to keep this close to make it interesting. I don't think Colorado is getting blown out this year unless the defense gets exposed. That would be the only thing. I think the offense is going to be able to keep pace with any team in America. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't feel confident enough to say that. Uh, I think, by the way, since you're so strong on this Oregon bandwagon. Yeah, clearly. I think I might jump on the Oregon State bandwagon. Right? (laughs) Well, I, I was looking at some numbers. They've won seven in a row. They play Washington State this week, who is really good. Cam yeah. Ward's great. Then they have Utah next week, who we don't really know about the quarterback situation. Like, they're 14 in the country right now. They could become the top 10 team. We could have, like, get two Oregon teams in the final four. Let's go. I feel like I need to counterbalance your ducks a little bit. Is that bad of me? No. Because I am a lifetime Penn State fan. Think, <laughs> yeah, but. a lifetime Penn State fan as of a week ago when you told me that Penn State is Philly's team. Okay, I'm just jealous. You were having so much fun being a Ducks fan. It's great. I mean, I'm sorry that you, you know, missed the bandwagon. You missed the moment. But we get a lot of people call in and, and talk about Oregon State. I feel like this show could use a counterbalance. Maybe, depending on what happens this weekend, I might jump on that Oregon State bandwagon. <laughs> I think Corvallis really could be your season. Like, I, I could see you thriving there. I've been to Corvallis. Lovely town. Um, yeah. I don't know. We got to do a we got to do a West Coast trip. We got to see a game. Let's see. We should go to the Civil to War. The Civil War. Do you November twelfth. It it's Thanksgiving weekend, right? Uh, <sighs> we thought about this already. Oh, oh man. There's so many good games. The Pac-12. So many, so many good games. I can't believe they're breaking this thing up. Uh, we do have so more show bets that Perloff made one with our pal Nick in Texas. Nick is a big Ducks fan. Uh, like myself, actually, Nick is the reason I even have the duck suit is because I lost a bet to him last year. Oregon versus Cal. Um, Cal couldn't cover 17 and a half points. Not salty about it still. Perloff, if uh, if Oregon blows out Colorado, Perloff has to wear a Buffalo costume. Yeah. How's it going? Have you found one on the internet yet? Can we invest $2,000 in a full Buffalo mascot uniform? I think we have to. It's really cute. I don't know. It looks like pajamas. Why, um, why would pajamas be $2,000? Because it's like the kind that you could wear on the sideline of the game. Look that's at this guy right here. I'm showing you a picture. That's two grand. That doesn't look like that shouldn't be two grand. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's a full mask. You know, it's like the kind that they actually yeah, use. Yeah, like a the legit game. mascot. All right, can you find anything else? 
about, I, I don't know. My mind's kind of set on this $2,000 costume <laughs> now. Right. I love to hear you explain that to your wife, Sarah. Well, every other costume is for a five-year-old. They're, they don't make adult buffalo <laughs> costumes. Which is a crime. How'd you find the duck? Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. Just like where everyone else finds everything. I The Buffalo Bills have a have a Bills hat that you can wear that has horns on it. Is Look it blue and red, though? Well, you know, I... I can't wear blue. I'm trying to be a problem solver here. I'm trying to be solution oriented. <laughs> but then it means I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe I won't lose this bet. Nick he, said to put it on Spike's tab. Do you think our boss would yeah. notice if we expensed a $2,000 Buffalo suit? I was going to say, just write it off. <laughs> Nick's ridiculous because if Nick... Do you even know what writing it off is? Yeah. Not exactly, but put it on Spike's tab. I agree. Nick, if he loses it, I love how you think yeah. writing it off and putting it on Spike's tab is the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm worried with you. I don't understand that. But so Nick gets to wear Dion sunglasses and the cowboy hat indoors. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? I feel like that should be the reward for winning, not for losing. Would you? Don't you guys all want to wear that Dion outfit? I know, but we said someplace Jay Norvell would find it appropriate. You mentioned church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't say that. Nick said that. Uh, oh, Nick said that. Yeah, but I feel like Nick would love to wear that outfit somewhere inappropriate. Feels like we're <laughs> we're giving him something very special oh, here. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to wear that outfit too. Can I? Can I just wear a cowboy hat and sunglasses? Sure. We've got the cool sunglasses from uh, the Air premiere. The Ben Affleck and Matt and, Damon And the movie. rest of clothes, too, right? Not just a cowboy hat and sunglasses. <laughs> nope, that's it. Okay. That's, that's, I'm not going to be And a holster. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm out. <laughs> Dion You're never, not running to work Dion on Monday? never clarified anything below the neck there, Mike. <laughs> He's got Come a look going. <laughs> Comes sauntering into the office. like <laughs> Sauntering, no. <laughs> Did someone lose a bet? By the <laughs> way, yep. you, you explained something to me about this game that I, I still, I was thinking about it last night. I didn't totally understand. So... Oregon is wearing, like, a heat-infused uniform or something? No, cleats. Like, they are heat-activated, so they turn different colors as your foot gets hot. Everyone so as you're running, steamy foot. So if you're running down the field, like, basically a guy could be going for a touchdown and his shoes will change color? I think so. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Do you remember, like, back in the 90s, they used to have this um, clothes that used to change colors? Like, you breathe yep. on it, yep. and it would change colors? Manny, you're too young. But the 90s are in again, so... Go find one. Uh, the closest thing I know that you're talking about is like sequins, right? No, not like sequins. Not like that? No. Um, no. Manny, you know a lot about stadium names. It doesn't seem like you really have a wide de- <laughs> breadth of knowledge <laughs> on other things. You're like, write it off. No, yeah, just sports and that's pretty much it. Video games. Uh, Indiana Pacers. Uh, Banker's Life Fieldhouse. You made that up. Go ahead. Double check my All work. right, fine. Clemson hosting Florida State this weekend. Uh, I know they have a really big hill. <laughs> they do, and a rock. <laughs> Memorial Stadium, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you about college stadiums. <laughs> By the way, Memorial Stadium. Did you know the Clemson Stadium? I've never... Yeah, it could be. Nick's telling us they're called hyper-color shirts. You might like this, man. If you're, if kids, kids these days, young people, not kids, you're not a child, but young people these days wearing things from the 90s, like grunge and stuff like that, that we were all wearing actually in the 90s. You know what's coming back? Starter jackets. Oh, hell yeah. Those oh, those back. things are fly. Carl Banks still keeps wearing that all around town. He looks great. He does. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think Carl Banks is doing it to be fashionable, is he? I, I think he, he never stopped. No, yeah, he's think... doing it for the drip. A hundred percent. Would you wear a starter jacket now? Eagle oh, starter I... jacket. 
I in two seconds. I had one as a kid. Yeah. Actually, now it's on my mind. That Kel- is what I want for a Christmas. Kelly green and white starter jacket with the Eagles logo on it. Like the maybe that one. should be part of the bet. Yeah, Loser sure. Has to buy the other person an Eagles or uh, their team starter jacket. That's yeah, cool. it's a Bill starter jacket. They're so deluxe. dope. Yeah, I already got the Zubaz too, Actually, so I can really get it in a time machine. But how much do these things cost? Eh, don't worry about it. Less than the Buffalo costume. Write it off. <laughs> yeah. As Manny says, write it off. No idea what that means. Uh, by the <laughs> way, if Carson Wentz signs with the Jets next week, you know it's coming back. No, it's not coming you back. You know it's coming back. <laughs> it is not. Carson's corner, baby. We always said it had to be put to a vote yep. of everyone in the studio and the Weedos. Yeah, you met, you mentioned Carl Banks, which made me think of Harry Carson, who'd be great for Carson's corner. Carson Wentz could get a job. Come on. No. Why did they, uh, the Weedos get a vote now? <laughs> the Weedos always have a vote. Thank you, Mike Samter. Thank you to Manny Rodriguez. Thank you to Patrick Renna, our celebrity NFL game picker from the Sandlot. He was awesome today. The Weedos, the Purple Drinkers the callers. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. We'll see you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 